Your coast-to-coast source for wedding planning and info is live. Live. The WeddingZilla Podcast. The WeddingZilla Podcast. Everything and everyone you need to hear while planning your wedding. Or even just thinking about it. The WeddingZilla Podcast. Featuring interviews and advice from some of the top professionals in the wedding industry. Connect. Facebook. Instagram. Connect on Facebook and Instagram. At The WeddingZilla. At The WeddingZilla. And even submit ideas for future episodes. Welcome to the Weddingzilla Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Weddingzilla Podcast. My name is Wyatt, checking in from Southern California. My name is Matt, checking in from Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. Summertime, July. The heat is on. Things are happening. Wyatt just got back from a little vacay, huh? How'd that go, Wyatt? It was two weeks. It, it, It was a long time. And, uh, and where'd you go? I went to Honduras, actually. My wife is from Copan uh, Rines, which is where the Mayan pyramids are at in Honduras. We stayed there for about oh. a week and a couple of days. And then we went to Roatan, which is like the Bay Islands where they have, uh, it's supposed to be famous for scuba diving. And it has the uh, uh, clear water where you can actually see your feet through it. It was. Could, did, did you see your feet in the I water? I did see my feet in the water. Did you do any scuba diving? We did not, because my wife doesn't know how to swim, so she was a little. I, well, I meant like I really meant um, not scuba diving. Um, what's the other thing? Paddleboarding, parasailing. No, we're looking at fish in a mask. Snorkeling. No, we didn't do any of that stuff. So um, we just kind of relaxed. We actually took a tour of the island because uh, we were thinking about buying some property there. Because my wife's from, you know, obviously from the from the land there. Mm-hmm. Lay down some cash in Honduras. Yeah, but I think we're going to put a hold on that. We did some other other stuff uh, while we were there to uh, uh, that required some additional dinero. So, uh, but it was a good trip. It was a good trip. Uh, well, welcome, welcome back. I know. I mean, I had to keep up with yeah. you, Mister Costa Rica, over there. Yeah, well, that was a short trip, and then recently I went to the Poconos over the Fourth of July. See some old friends, and that was amazing. Just amazing time. So. Well, I think next time me and you need to go, you know, we'll bring, uh, you know, we should all go to Costa Rica. So yeah, we can really check out your experience yeah. you know, in that land. Yes, check out uh, the reggaeton and uh, merengue and salsa. You well. know, that that was funny because, you know, you know, we're talking about weddings and stuff. But I have a wedding coming up where they want a lot of Caribbean music. And there was, you know, because, you know, believe it or not, you know. In Honduras, it's just not you. You think it's all you know Latin people, but there's awful a lot of Africans there too as well, and it's because it's very Caribbean. And right. uh, there was a lot of Caribbean music, and I I actually have a lot of notes about uh, some Caribbean music. I mean, I was definitely shazamming when I could when there was internet, and I was taking some notes. So I can't wait to put together a small little playlist. So. Yeah, there's a Caribbean board in Costa Rica too. It's called Limon. Something like that, but um, I haven't visited that yet. But you know, it's Caribbean influence. It, uh, it's an it's a port that comes in from the Caribbean. Man. So yeah. welcome back here today, and uh, hopefully we have some um, potential uh, brides and grooms to be out there that are listening today. And today, why and I, since it's summertime and it's hot, and um, recently I'd like to start off by talking about um, outdoor ceremonies. And uh, I really hope, you know, if I can kind of get this message to at least one one person out there that's going to plan on having it. And I'm not going to discourage them from 
having an outdoor ceremony, but there are things to think about. And um, this weekend I did an outdoor ceremony and it was stifling. Uh, high 90s, but, but the air, there wasn't even any wind. And even though it was going to be out completely in the open, there was a chance of thunderstorms in the area, and, and wisely they decided to bring it in, um, not inside, but it was on a porch that had was covered. Um, it was a barn wedding, a nice barn, and uh, but it was out in the porch. But there was no fans. It was just the air was just still, and it was very hot. And sure enough, Grandma went down. I mean, she she felt a little weak, and she sat down for a minute. This was when they were preparing to do the. Um, you know, walk the grandparents and everybody down the aisle prior to the bride. And um, she sit, she sat for a minute, and then she got up, and then she was escorted by two gentlemen, and then she just went limp, completely limp. And they sat her down in the chair, and, like, she was out. I mean, you didn't know if she was dead. I mean, like, there was no movement. And, you know, they immediately got her ice packs, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then, of course, it, it delayed ceremony everybody's like waiting hey what's up and um it was just brutal and they eventually brought her inside and gave her ice packs and actually the ambulance showed up as well and um last year i an, another grandmother was outdoor no cover zero cover about 98 degrees august in virginia and that grandmother stroked out she had a stroke a heat stroke and she was taken away in the ambulance and I understand that, you know, brides and grooms, and they want to get married outside. But when it's that hot, I mean, it's hard on everybody, not just the elder. It's hard on everybody. And it, it, it might look nice in the pictures, but it is probably one of the most uncomfortable things you could possibly do. And you know, all these folks are in their suits and ties and jackets. It's not like they're sitting out there in their shorts. And um, the bride doesn't come out till last. She's the last one out. These other guests have been sitting there for probably, you know, half an hour, some of them. And um, it's brutal. It's up. And, you know, there's other things, you know, DJ equipment, as you know, can, can uh, fail. It can have hiccups in the heat. Anything in extreme heat or extreme cold can affect electronics, uh, even if you're under a cover. Um, so, I just hope that they will take a moment to think about the whole, everything that's inclusive in doing a ceremony and what it entails and what the guests are going through. Uh, you, you know, you talked about a few moments ago, um, you know, you know, they need to be hydrated, right, Wyatt? So you got to have the water right there. It helps to have those little handheld fans. Uh, what else can you think of, Wyatt, that would... Well, and that's some of this. And, and Matt, you talk, you're talking about something that's, you know, when you're listening to this, I hope we're not thinking like we're, we're freaking you out or we're trying to scare you or try to prevent you from not doing an outdoor, you know, ceremony. Because predominantly all our, I mean, at least most of my ceremonies are outdoors and they look great. They shoot great. It sounds awesome because believe it or not, doing a lavalier inside is a little bit more difficult than doing it outside, uh, you know, as far as microphone wise. But these are legit. I mean, if you, if you had one, so far this season and i know when i was in virginia i had it seemed like it was at least twice a season you know and that's just two djs who know each other think about all the other events that happen and if they all had to 
I mean, it's, it's, it really is. It could be a problem, you know, and if you're drinking alcohol, you're going to dehydrate your system and actually, you know, and that's what causes you kind of to have that hangovers because when you don't rehydrate, you know, and you know, you're getting caught up in the day and you're not thinking about hydrating. Just like when I was on vacation, we're not thinking about hydrating. We're not thinking about, and, and, you know, when we're in Honduras, it's like 90, 95 degrees. And then, it, it will rain and then there's like hot steaminess happening, you know, and, right. and as Matt says, I mean, that stuff is not good for, you know, for equipment, you know, and, and, you know, there's certain times we do things cause it's only, it is only, you know, typically for 30 minutes. Um, but all it takes is, you know, just a little bit to, to, to you know, to put it out. But uh, going back to what you were asking about, you know, what is it, you know, what additional things, uh, that you do, but hydration, having a hydration station is, I think, critical Two, you know, if you have people that are going to arrive early, I, you got to have some type of sh- place for shade. Yeah. Um, they, they have to be, you know, why would you, you know, everyone's dressed up in a suit and tie, you know, unless it's casual. And out, out here in California, we do a little bit more casual, uh, than the East coast. But typically, man, I mean, I remember doing jobs out there in a suit and tie, you know, just for ceremony. Yeah. And, brutal. you know, if I'm sweating and, 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 and I'm moving gear around and doing stuff, I can't, I can just imagine, you know, what guests are feeling like just, just sitting there. Well, especially um, the older guests. That's who it's hard on. It really is. Not like it's hard on everybody, but it's extremely. And if they have any kind of condition, you know, I don't know, high blood pressure, heart condition, it could, it could bring it out. You know, it, it could absolutely. Um, but even that, I mean, I think a lot of couples now are so, at least according to, you know, a lot of the majors like Wedding Wire, The Knot, uh, you know, Bride.com, you know, they talk about, you know, experience, your guest experience. And that seems to be the kind of the focus of the Generation X, you know, the millennials. It's about that experience at the wedding. So I guess when you're doing those outdoor weddings in 100 and 105 degree, you know, steaming hot heat, what kind of experience are you giving your guests in, you know, for, for, for that day. And, and you're right. It's just 30, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, but sometimes that's all it takes. And, you know, one of the questions I ask on our planning forms is we kind of give you, you know, a percentage number of uh, uh, based on age groups. And typically, and Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, but typically, I mean, you're usually looking around 30% of your guests. So if you have a hundred guests, 30%, you know, of the guests are typically, you know, over the age of 46. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I about right? Yeah, I would say so. No doubt. No doubt. So, you know, 46 really is not that, you know, obviously it's not that old. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at 40, but get creeping up there. But, uh, uh, you know, still, I mean, you know, for grandparents or, or, you know, uh, the mature audience there, I mean, it, it is really difficult. I can tell you my parents, they would just be sitting in the car until it's time with the AC on. Mm-hmm. And, and the, you know, at least even, you know, this weekend, they were under the porch. Okay. So they weren't in direct sunlight. And even then it, the air, there was just no wind, none at all. It was stifling and there were no fans. Now, if there were fans and at least it would have circulated a little bit, but it was stifling, but most of them are out in openness where you're in direct sunlight. Well, I'm telling you when it's over 90 degrees, 90, you know, especially 95, 96, 97, and they're in direct sunlight. It is absolutely 
painful. Right. But I mean, and also if I'm, a, you know, I'm not a female, but if I was a female, I'm thinking, you know, I got all dressed up, you know, I smell pretty. I put makeup on, I did my hair and now I'm outside in 105 degrees and all that makeup is just rolling off my face. You know well, what I mean? You know, thankfully my wife, I, I think they can, you know, like for example, if it rains, you have a backup plan, they go inside, but I, I think they should have a temperature, um, limit as well. Okay. If it's over, 90 degrees. It goes inside. Well, even the military does that. I mean, they actually halt exercise, you know, out, you know, strenuous outdoor activity. Uh, when I was in, uh, you know, I wasn't in the, in the Navy, but I worked for the Navy. And when it was strenuous activity, when I was in Bahrain, uh, it, yeah, it was, if it was at the black, I think it was a black flag level. I mean, everything was indoors. You weren't supposed to do a lot of physical activity outdoors. Yeah. Um, not only that, even athletes, even, uh, um, high school athletes, you know, when they're training in the summer, th there's tragic things happen because of the heat. Tragic things happen. And, you know, well, I'm not talking, you know, this is a ceremony, but my point is that <clears throat> in extreme heat, I, I, I just hope there's somebody who's listening that will consider that. Consider it and, and maybe look for another option. I mean, you know, it is beautiful to do a ceremony outside and you get wonderful pictures, but is it realistic under certain conditions that won't harm you know, because I can't imagine that, are, you know, how somebody would feel if uh, one of your guests, you know, something crucial happened to them just sitting there watching your ceremony. That's, that's, that's a lot. Of right. So, you know, that's kind of it for ceremony. So I, I just hope that um, there's somebody listening here that they'll consider that they'll consider everything that has to go into it. Um, and that's not even to mention rain. Um, well, all right, since we're on the ceremony, let's talk about that for a minute because I remember one time you and I were doing a ceremony together and they said, and the rain clouds were in the area. We unplugged. It started raining. We unplugged. It started downpouring. And they were like, no, no, the clouds are going to go around us. The cloud, it's like, no, they're not. And I've never um, set up for ceremony out in a, you know, when it's even a strong chance of um, rain, it's like, no, I'm not setting up out there. Nope. Sorry. Can't do it. Got to be undercover or something because everybody runs. And as a DJ, we can't run because we have all this equipment that has to be unplugged and packed up. And we're, I, I mean, it sounds mad. It sounds crazy, but I think I put, I ended up in Virginia putting in my contract. If it, you know, if it said, you know, more than 10% chance of rain, I was like, I got to be covered. Because in Virginia, it is no joke. You can get those stray rain clouds that just roll up and rain. And then, you, I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Now, here in California, they say 10%, and it's like a joke. <laughs> but but in Virginia, it is not yeah, a joke. Well, we had so. them today. Some hard rain came down really fast. But um, blue sky well, actually, you guys are getting some pretty good rain anyways. I think you're going to need a canoe. Yeah. So, so. And, and now let's talk about outdoor weddings in, in, under tents, you know, in extreme heat. Um, you know, things happen there, too. Um, or inclement weather, um, rain. You talk well, about. Well, let's just face it. Temperature impacts the, the environment. Okay. It's how you, it's feel. It's part of your sense of feel, right? So if you, if your guests are hot. Okay, they're not going to dance. They're not going to get up. They're going to be less interactive. They're going to be uncomfortable. You know, so you you, you got to take all those things in kind of consideration. And I know you can put down tents and you can put in, you know, they have AC units for outdoor tents. And of course they have heaters, you know, because you can also go the opposite direction where if you're freezing, you know, then you go the opposite because me and Matt have actually had that experience too as well, where it was freezing for that ceremony. What was it like hovering like right at the freezing sure. level? 
and and that uh, that that bride that day, I wish she was what forty five minutes late for her for the start of the wedding, which I thought yeah, those, was insane. They were frozen. They were they were they were not happy. No, no, no. And I could just our gear was starting to do weird stuff, and you know, and we, and and I guess how do I explain those? You know, on your wedding day, you don't want to hear that. You know, the, it was too cold. It was too hot. You just damn it, how come it didn't work, right? Yeah, you want things to be on time when you're doing things outside and it's uncomfortable people. You, you, to delay that people are just, they're in agony. And, um, you know, you spoke even earlier, like uh, people don't even consider, um, like the cake, certain cakes are made out of, I guess you said butter. Buttercream, yeah. So if you have a buttercream yeah, butter cake. Cream, and, and, and they don't consider, they, it's an afterthought. It's like, oh, the cake is melting, and they got the nice cake under the tent, and it's like, it's melting. It's like, okay, where well, you knew you were going to be outdoors. It's summertime. I mean, you know, you didn't. It's an afterthought. So, well, we got to cut the cake right now, and everything changes, and the cake's melting, and then, you know. Well, let me give you a couple ideas. Well, and, and this is a whole other episode, but skip the cake. Do donuts. Do do fresh donuts. Do cobbler. Do. Yeah. Be creative. Have some fun with instead of just doing the normal cake like everyone else does. Unless you love cake, I'm not really a big fan of cake. Do something fun, you know, churros, you know, fresh donuts. I mean, out here in California, they have this thing called the Donut Girls, and they come out and they make fresh donuts right there on the oh, side. Wow. They deep fry them and they put them in little wax bags, and you're ready to go. I mean, it's it it is the bomb and the smell. Oh my gosh! Again, going to those senses. The smell of fresh donuts is incredible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've smelled those Krispy Kreme things before. Yeah. So going back to, uh, and pretty much, uh, you know, those that are listening to this, I, I already did a blog on my on my website about out uh, tips for an outdoor wedding. And I, we already covered several of the things I actually have on here, which is one, be on time. And the reason why we talk about being on time is because, you know, Aunt Betty or Grandma or whatever, they pass out, right? You're sweating. Everyone's in a good, you know, all dressed up, their Sunday best, if you will, if you're into the church thing. And uh, being out in hot temperatures is just, it's painful. What can we say? It's painful. Mm-hmm. The next thing is, uh, you know, not only that, but I know specifically out in Virginia, I carry bug spray because um, those bugs are big. Oh, yes, the bugs can, yeah, when you're out in some fields, it's, it's, you're just swatting, you know. And, and then and, it, like, you know, when you're under the tent, you're trying to DJ and you got bugs flying in your ears and, you know, it's. it's yeah, I carry bug spray, spray the table, spray your stuff. But again, we don't want bugs in our gear. We, I mean, we try to really, you know, take care of our stuff because we want it looking fresh and clean. We don't want to. I mean, who wants a banged up speaker with scratches all over it? You know, we you know, we, we do weddings. It's supposed to be elegant. It's supposed to be you know, classic, you know, it's supposed to be beautiful, you know, and then you bring in this beat up speaker because, or, or the speaker full of bugs. I mean, come on, but bug spray is important. Yeah. Uh, sunscreen is another thing. Yeah, sunscreen. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. I, you know, I can tell you, I've scorched a couple of my heads cause I keep my hair short, but, uh, uh, you know, making sure your guests have, you know, sunscreen. I mean, people forget they're going outdoors, you know, you, the bride might forget, you know, uh, the groom will forget, or grooms or brides or whatever, but, but sunscreen's important. You don't want that skin cancer. Um, we already kind of talked about the rain, have a good rain plan. Many places do not have a good rain plan. And, and, and out here in California, a lot of people try to do, well, I have a big backyard or I have family members that have big backyards and that's great. But 
if you don't have a rain plan, because California, believe it or not, this year has gotten, you know, it, it wasn't in the travel brochure when we moved back, but uh, there's been a significant amount of rain here. And, you know, a tent is not cheap. I mean, you're talking probably like $5,000. Right. Rent a wow. tent. You know, so that all of a sudden $5,000 for a tent, plus all the other stuff that you had to do to make it work at that place. I mean, man, you could have been in a venue for that price. Mm-hmm. So uh, you got to keep that kind of, you got to keep that kind of in mind when it comes to the rain plan. Uh, and in fact, I think we had a, a, a earlier episode where we had Courtney, a wedding planner out here and where she talked about how it hardly ever rains. And she actually had to deal with a rain plan and they got a tent because it was pouring in the morning. But then, you know, later on the sunshine came out, which was kind of like, darn, you know, we probably could have gone away from the tent, but you, it's a, it's a turkey shoot. I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get. Right. Right. I mean, sometimes they get really lucky and, uh, uh, for example, I booked a wedding. Uh, I wasn't a DJ, but I booked a DJ on it. And this was uh, well, a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago. And it was uh, on a Sunday. And it was a beautiful venue. This was um, a winery, and it was gorgeous. And the, the room is gorgeous. She just And there's a patio that overlooks these beautiful vineyard. And um, she decided she wanted to have the ceremony inside and dinner and dancing outside. And on the patio where it's rock, which and that's another thing. It's like dancing on stone and marble is so bad for your back. There's no give to it. But anyway, so I thought to myself, I said to her, really? I mean, you know, she's spending like 15000 for the room that she's not even going to use. And it's June night in sun, uh, on a Sunday in June. And I thought, man, you are, you're just rolling the dice here. Now, of course, it was rain. But anyway. She got one of the most beautiful evenings in June you could possibly imagine. Yeah, and it, so so far we got two tips for you. Really pay attention to you know the temperature, you know going with that guest experience. Second thing, think about that rain plan. What are you going to do if it does rain? Is it really going to you know set you back that much, or is it going to put a damper on things? But definitely have a rain plan. Uh, and and it is a roll of a dice. I mean, it was amazing. And again, we do a lot, in, especially here in Southern California, we do a lot of amazing events. In fact, um, we did this uh, event, uh, it was in Goleta, uh, and I, you know, I should have, I'm always in a hurry, and I probably should have sat down, but I can tell you, you know, after the wedding, we were all packed up, and I was just walking around making sure we didn't forget anything, and I for a minute there, I stopped in my tracks and I just looked around. I mean, you had the market lights, you had the little pond, you had this, the moon was out nice and bright. Um, and I just looked around and I was like, wow. I mean, this was truly an amazing, it was amazing. Mm. I mean, the lighting of the, the trees and the, you know, the, the, the lights and then, and, and, and of course this is at the end of the night. So the place is kind of tore up. You got party props all over the floor, you know, gotta have party props right and 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 but it really you could tell that it was just something about you know the aura or the the magic right. if you will the mystic i don't know but it it it, it was pretty awesome but you know again i mean there's there's risks and everything it's just a question of you know are you willing to take the risk uh, a couple other things for outdoor weddings uh is i think signing is a big deal um like if i had <laughs> A nickel for every time someone asked me where the yeah. restroom was, I'd be a very yeah, rich man. So uh, directional signing and and then, you know, restrooms outdoors. I mean, pay the dough, get the nicer restrooms. Trust me. So they have to 
those really nice restrooms with the trailer, you know, the big, nice trailer pulls up. They're really like state-of-the-art portable restrooms. They got music playing in them and they're, they're really nice. Yes, and they're air conditioned. They must drop a few dollars on those. Yeah, but it, I'm I'm telling you, it's 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 worth it. Of course, hopefully it's not a hot day and everyone's in the you know in the restroom. Maybe we, we should invest into a few of those. Huh? Drive those around, park <laughs> them at the wedding before we set up as DJs. I don't know, man. That might be a kind of a <laughs> shitty situation. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine after we're done. Oh, we got to go clean the toilets. Uh, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, yeah. No, get no, a pressure thanks. washer. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and then we already kind of talked about the hydration center. I, I, I can't stress the importance of having a hydration center. Have some fun with it. Water, lemonade, flavored water. Um, but de- definitely hydration is important. We talked about the cake. You know, I'm, I'm recommending do something other than cake. Uh, some of my, my, my couples take my advice. I got some pretty interesting stuff. Um, but uh, if you're doing buttercream, yeah, you might want to wait until well, the last. You know what? Here's the other so, thing. Underneath this porch where they did the ceremony, they had the ceremony. And the cocktail was at the other end under the porch. Well, the people went down to the bar, which was out there, grabbed their drinks, and everybody went inside. They were like, I'm not staying out here any longer. I'm already sweating and feel awful. So that's another, you're going to ask your guests to sit out during a ceremony when it's this hot and then stay out there for another hour. It's not going to happen. They, they, they refuse to. And then, and another thing I usually talk about too, as well, is lighting outdoors. Um, and I, you know, I guess in the, you know, on the East coast, maybe it wasn't too much because typically you just do the ceremony or cocktails outdoors and then you, 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 everyone goes inside. But again, out here in Southern California and different parts of the country, um, there, there's lots of events that happen outside. And my question is, is there always enough lighting? And I can tell you there's been uh, a few events where no, there wasn't enough lighting. There wasn't enough lighting for the pathways I mean, the venue does some provide some lighting, but it it, it wasn't enough. Um, and I I've been getting pretty suave at uh, doing some uplighting on some trees, and then uh, I also have these fancy little um, lanterns that I put battery powered um, uh, lights in. Uh, it kind of gives it still without the the candle because I try to navigate away from candles just because of the whole fire thing um, being in California. But uh, I have these awesome bright dimmable rechargeable lights that can go in. Um, uh, these lanterns, but making sure it a well-lit area because again, going back to the safety thing about, you know, you don't want people to pass out. You also don't want people to trip and fall. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you know, at a couple of these venues, about, you know, like these barns and uh, venues, the parking lot, some of them were like 50 yards away from the venue. Zero lights, zero. I mean, no light. And it, well, yeah, it's like that here. I mean, there's places where, you know, it, it was black. And I'm, I'm thinking, am I going to step on a snake? Um, you know, the guests are walking out there. It's, you know, it's 11 o'clock at night. And it's like, okay, you're doing weddings here. Why isn't there some kind of light for people to go to their cars? I mean, why is it an afterthought? And even then, it's because it costs yeah, money. So I mean, but even out here, I mean, there's some some wedding venues that, I mean, they still run on generators and there's no, I, I just trip out that they have not invested in putting, you know, lighting in, but it's all strictly ran off generators. Um, and, and, uh, in, in the parking lot, there is no lighting. So, you know, it's, it's beware. I mean, these are all the little details that when you're, you know, specifically when you're picking out a venue, they, they don't tell you. 
you need to give out flashlights at your reception. You know, everybody take a flashlight. Right, right. But I, but I still say that, you know, lighting can be elegant outdoors. There's a lot of cool stuff that uh, you can do outdoors with uh, market lights, which mm-hmm. is very, very popular. Um, I, you know, to, to me, for, for me to do market lights, it's, uh, it's not something I'm looking to do for right now, but I, I am definitely the uplighting of trees, uh, cause I can do some fun stuff with uplighting, make the lights go to beat of the music, change colors. I can be classic and elegant during dinner time or earlier in the evening, make it a little bit more fun later on in the night. Cause everything's wireless battery powered. Uh, and then of course the lanterns always are amazing. Um, if you're trying to keep that classic and elegant look and you don't want the, the crazy colored lights. Um, so those are always great things that I, you know, I, I try to pitch to the clients. Um, another thing is, and, and again, it's not <laughs> men usually don't have to worry about this, but, uh, you know, I, me and my wife go out quite frequently and uh, shoes is a big deal. So think about it. If you're doing an outdoor wedding, you're not walking on concrete. You're either walking in dirt, you're walking in grass, you're walking in, in gravel. gravel. Yep. So if you're wearing you know, your cute little stiletto shoes out there, I can tell you your stiletto is going to get stuck in the grass, okay, mm-hmm. or stuck in the dirt. You could possibly trip, fall, and then you're going to be known as the, the chick that fell. But, uh, you know, it happens to the best of everybody. But... I'm just saying, wear some wedges, wear, bring some flats, bring some flip-flops, you know, sandalias, chanclas, whatever you want to call it, whatever you got. But uh, bring a change of shoes if you, if you still insist on wearing those stilettos for a, a certain amount of time. Or switch to wedges. Wedges are cute. There's a lot of great wedges out there. Um, but just think about what you're going to be walking in. Um, you know, again, you don't want no one tripping, no one having a bad day, because then it just puts a damper on everything. So, um, so I, be I comfortable. Being comfortable. Be hydrated. Beware. Well, I also notice a lot of brides nowadays, they're, they don't even, like most of my brides lately, they don't even wear heels. They're all wearing flats. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I find that, you know, so many of them, when they're in those uncomfortable shoes that maybe they are wearing for the dress and the bridesmaids, they're off by the time they, they're they uncomfortable. It's not their normal shoes, and they're pretty much barefoot by the time they come into the reception once the formalities are over. The, the shoes are off, flip-flops are on, or they're barefoot. Well, and see, that's another thing. If I'm a guest nowadays and I know we're going to dance, I mean, I, I guess I'm, I, I just think kind of, you know, barefoot fine, but I mean, I think it's kind of gross, but to me, bring some flip-flops, bring some flats. I mean, they, they, they have awesome little, I mean, Cole Haan has a set of shoes that you can put in your handbag, you know, uh, <laughs> Tory Burch has a pair of flats that can go in a handbag if you want something a little more upscale. Um, but there's definitely options out there besides going barefoot. Cause again, what are you stepping on? You know, if someone drops a, a glass bottle on the ground and you're walking on glass, you know, if you're stepping on a rock. Funny you say that Sunday night at the wedding, it was concrete dance floor, concrete. And the guys, uh, they were drinking pretty heavy and two bottles went down one bottle of beer. Boom. They came out, cleaned it up. 10 minutes later, bam, another bottle of beer. I was thinking to myself, man, I hope these girls aren't barefoot because that is nasty. When you step on a piece of glass like that, it goes in the foot, it's just blood, it's bloody. Well, yeah, but I even noticed, like, um, you know, I've seen, uh, you know, some of the mitzvahs, the Jewish mitzvahs, they, the, the, the kids, they actually have socks for them because they know that they're going to take their shoes off and they just put socks on. So it kind of avoids that situation, too, as well. But, I, you know, I don't know if you want to do socks at a wedding, but. Um, but I, I know that there's a lot of couples, uh, that, that, uh, do have, you know, flip flops for their friends to switch into, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess they just return them whatever they don't use. But, uh, I guess as a wedding guest, I would, I would come prepared. I, I, I would have, 
you know, a different type of shoes to wear so I can be comfortable, so I can relax, get loose a little bit. Because uh, sometimes I think we're just a little all overly too tense and we need to, you know, break away from the, the madness of the regular week and have a good time and celebrate with our friends and family, right? Yes, I'd bring survival gear if I, if I get invited to somebody's money. I might have survivor gear. Like a backpack with everything you could possibly think of in it. I know. Bring some Advil, the you know the the red wine spill kit. I don't. I don't know. Got all kinds of fun stuff. Right, right, right. Well, we hope that somebody out there is listening to us, and if you could take just a little bit of information that can help you in any way, shape, or form. I think we feel maybe we've done something good today. Wally. Yes, yes. And again, if any couples are listening, again, we, you know, contact us via social media. We got a great website, you know, the the weddingzilla.com. Reach out to us. If you have a topic you want discussed, if you have uh, questions, reach out to us. We'll be more than welcome. Again, this is for you. This is for couples that are out there. Um, you know, I don't know how many, you know, I know there's a few wedding podcasts that are, that are uh, you know, that are, they're amazing. I feel like we kind of do a little, you know, a little bit different spin as uh, cause we're kind of come from the DJ world a little bit more from the entertainment. Uh, we have a lot of special guests that are actually in the trenches. I think it's better to have information coming into it than after your wedding is over. After you spent all your money and, you know, take in all the information that you can and make your decisions based upon what your needs and wants are. So, but reach out to us. We got a lot of good stuff. In fact, uh, maybe we will, uh, if your question is something we can't answer, maybe we'll just get uh, you know one of our wedding partners on here, wedding pros. Sure so. will. Thanks for listening today, folks. Matt from Washington, D.C. And Wyatt checking out here. Here we go. The Wedding Zilla Podcast. Everything and everyone you need to hear while planning your wedding. Tons of resources are on our website, too. And you can submit ideas for future episodes. Visit theweddingzilla.com. Theweddingzilla.com. And stay connected. Stay connected on Facebook and Instagram. At The Wedding Zilla. At The Wedding Zilla. The Wedding Zilla Podcast.